Here we go. <laughs> Look at talk. New episode starts now. Welcome one. Welcome everybody to another edition of Look at Talk. We are in the midst of season three, and it's been a struggle, but we are here. I'm your man Vic. Today, joining me today, this is this woman is the lady of the Becoming A dot 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 podcast podcasting out of Orlando, Florida. It's Miss Ricky. How you doing today? Whoop whoop whoop, night. <laughs> Thank you for having me on your show. Hey, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Uh, first and foremost, before we get started, go any further, we got to take a moment of silence to say rest in peace to Chadwick. Chadwick, oh man, my brother passed away. And also rest in peace to the legendary coach, John Thompson. You know what I'm saying, man? We losing too many legends right now. So rest in peace. Prayers go out to the families of all these fallen legends. 2020 has just been on a savage mode. It's just, it's been on a tear. It don't make any sense. Fuck 2020, you know what I'm saying? Yes, fuck 2020. It's just taking too many of our legends, you know what I'm saying? We, we're thinking about you. We're praying for y'all. Listen, it's just, I'm at a loss for words. It just, it hadn't been right ever since January 26th. Three days after my mama celebrated her birthday, we lost Kobe. It hadn't been right ever since we lost Kobe. Yeah, yeah, I remember that day I was at work and this lady was like, do you know anything about basketball? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, do you want to hear something crazy? And I was like, okay. And she was like, Kobe died. And I was like, what? 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 What the? Let's get out of my face. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So it's, and then Chadwick, like, I had just had a good day, like, for real. Like, it was a nice day. I come home, and my friend texts me, and she works for the news station, so I know anything she tells me is true. And she texts me that he was dead, and and my mouth would, like, fell to the floor. Like, I'm like, what? Are you, like, I I couldn't move for, like, 10 minutes because I'm, like, looking at the phone, saying this you know and i know it's true because she works at the news station so you know they got to write about it so i'm sitting there like oh my god like what so i didn't even know he was going through this for four years like getting treatment doing all this stuff and dude yes. was making movies yes that is the definition of perseverance right there battling cancer but still but still, still dropped 10 movies after right? this, you know, that is crazy. I'm like, wow. Nobody knew about it, too. And he's still dropping movies like it's nothing. Playing a Black Panther with ease, you know what I'm saying? And it's right. like, and then what killed me is social media is like, because how I found about it is through social media. I got to work my night job and I just started scrolling through social media and I see Chadwick. And I said, no, no way. And then I clicked on CNN page. They confirmed it. I said, oh, shit, another one. Right. And then I see him motherfuckers talking about Black Panther, too. I'm like, if y'all don't shut the fuck up about Black Panther, like, we just didn't lose another a Black legend in the making, man. Right. I was watching um the clip from Jimmy Fallon where, people, you know, Black people were coming on talking about how much it meant to them. Black Panther, like, finally we get a superhero movie, you know, because everybody I knew was excited about it. I was excited. I even did a YouTube video about, you know, the movie. Like, I had a whole Disney day 
you know, and then we went to the movies and saw it. And it was just like, I, I'm, I can't believe I'm sitting here watching a whole black ass movie, <laughs> you know? Listen, listen, I had a group of friends come over that night. Uh, they were all wanted to come hang out. We all hanging out, taking shots before we go see to the midnight premiere. Now, mind you, I had never been to a midnight premiere of any movie. And I just happened to go to this one. I was like, I got to go for the culture. I got to right. beat up. I was like, oh, my goodness. This movie is everything. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I'm like, wow. I'm just, I was just amazed at how everything, it just, it was so beautiful. And Chadwick was the face of that. And it's just, right. it's like, it's heartbreaking. It's just, right. Man, and I was, I, was, I was sitting there watching, like, the black people talking about them, how it touched them, how moms were like, my son's got somebody to look up to. And I was just bawling. Like, I'm sitting there crying because I'm like, it did mean something to us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't get much. <laughs> we got that. It's just, oh, like. Yes, it meant, it meant everything to us. The fact that we finally have something, finally have a superhero that looks like us. It right. Finally, it meant so much to us. And Marvel, I'm pretty sure Marvel is going to do some more with black superheroes because Black Panther was one of the highest grossing movies in the history of Marvel. Right. Because the black dollar is so powerful, you know. We'll go out and support anything. It's less, I couldn't bring myself to watch Black Panther again because I was just like, God damn it, man. It hit. It yeah. hit home. Yeah, they had a special last night on ABC because I saw it on uh, the Black Nerd group that I'm in on Facebook. And they were like, oh, ABC is going to do, you know, show it, no commercials, and then they're going to have a special. And I'm like, I ain't got cable, so I can't watch it anyway. But um, I was like, I can't watch it, right? Like, I would be crying the whole movie. I was like, I can't watch it. And then, you know, they keep showing clips on Instagram and YouTube, and I'm just... Yeah, I just I can't like I just man, I, I was fighting back tears when I saw them clips on Instagram of them talking about how he made such an impact on that movie, how he just owned up to that role and what kind of actor he was and how he was just a joy to work with and how they just say he's forever the king. I'm just like, God damn, this one, this is the second death in the last two years that almost made me get sad and stuff because when Nipsey died, I was just like, oh, are you serious? So I'm just like, what is up with these last couple of years just taking our black legends for no reason? Right. I mean, you know, I think, from I don't know from the way I feel about it he you know he knew he was his time was ending you know and I guess he was just trying to do what he can before he left and you know that's you know that's it like if you know your time is about to be up you just hey I'm gonna try to crank this stuff out you know I'm gonna live to my best ability and that's all you can do you know Oh, that's that's one hell of a way to go out. And I I got word that he has one more movie that's coming out on Netflix, like later this year, that's produced by Denzel Washington. I said, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't so, know if I can watch that either. <laughs> I don't think I can I don't think I can bring myself to watch that. And also I might, I might turn it on just to get the views for him, but I just like mm, I don't know. It might be a while before I watch anything with him in it because it's just like, God damn, man. You know, like, when you... It's not like we knew him, but it's just like what he did for the culture. Like, it's just... I don't know. Exactly. 
Yeah. Exactly. It's just that Black Panther is just so powerful because mm-hmm. it was just it was so overlapping. Not to mention he plays so many legendary roles. He played Jackie Robinson. He right. played Third Group Marshall. You know, so he right. had so many different roles, but Black Panther just encompassed all of them because that was just the first and that's the main thing we think of him as. So it's like it kind of hit hard. I'm just like, damn, this this hurts right here. It, I I hate to see our legends go like this, but what a way to go out, though. It's like, but my thinking is all the money he was making from acting and they couldn't find some kind of secretive treatment, you know? Yeah. For well, cancer. I mean, you know how they treat us sometimes, but you know. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That is true. Um, fuck cancer once again. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look at Talk. If you don't know, now you know. Uh, now's a good time to go ahead and pour yourself up a drink because the more look you drink, the better this podcast sounds. Before we continue, another personal note. Um, prayers up goes out to Chandrika of the Cake Dish Podcast. Somebody I'm very tight with. Somebody y'all have heard on Liquor Talk. She's brought the cake to Liquor Talk a number of times. And I've potted with her a couple times. She recently lost a very close family member of hers. Somebody that was near and dear to her heart. Anytime I talked to her, I knew that she was just adamant about this person. She went very hard for this person. Unfortunately, they they found out found out that this person lost that battle with cancer. So prayers go out to Drika and the cake dish. You know what I'm saying? I know she's gonna pull through. She got a business, she got the cake, the brand. She's she's doing now. She's a writer and stuff. So prayers up for her, you know what I'm saying? And also anything if you need to drink if you're hearing this, you need to lean on me. You let me know I got you, you know what I'm saying? Cause I hate to I hate to have that happen to somebody I'm tight with, you know what I'm saying? Cause that kind of hit me today when I'm when I saw the news of the passing. That kind of hit me because um, I know how tight it is, and I know how tight we, how close we got to be when just from podcasting with one another. And it's like, you ever have a have a friend lose somebody and that just hits you too? Yeah, man. Like, uh, man, it's just like, especially if you like, for me, like some of my friends who lost, you know, their family members, and um. And I've been close to him. It's just like, you lost a family member. But, you know, it's like, you don't know what to, I don't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Yeah. It's just, it's death is so hard. Like, it's so hard. And for me, me being the person that I am, I don't want nobody to talk to, to me about it. Like, I just want to grieve in my own way. I don't want you to say, oh, I feel, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. There's nothing you can do about it. They gone. You know, it's just like, just drink with me. If I ask you to come over, let's hang out. Let's not talk about it. That's just how I am. That's the kind of person I am. I know other people do things other ways, but I don't want you to be like, oh, so, you know what I'm saying? Because then I get, you know, I need to just like, okay. Because I tell people all the time, like, if I die, y'all have a party. Don't have a funeral. Have a party. Y'all have a good time. Talk about the dumb shit I did. Talk about how Ricky made you laugh. All this other stuff. Like, that's what I want y'all to do for me. You know? That's real. That's so real. It's like, I I honestly, I haven't even thought about that. I'm like, I hope people just celebrate me. Celebrate looking talk. Have a celebration. You know what I'm saying? One last mm-hmm. time. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to do a crazy, crazy like Shawty Lowe did. Have it. Have a funeral at the strip club. You ain't got to do all that. But See, just... now, nah, yeah, that was... <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I, somebody sent me that clip, and I was like, this ain't... Re-. My friend, Ashley, who lives in Atlanta, she sent me the clip, and I was like, 
okay, come on now. I know you. All right. What we doing? Come on. They dancing on this. Oh, Jesus. Black people. Black I people. said, <laughs> of all the places to have a fucking funeral, a strip club. And the all, of all, Come on. Man, that, that's just the one place I would. I, I'm like, what the hell was he thinking? I'm like, do you spend that much money in the strip club where they yes. all sit up? Dude, I lived in Atlanta for four years. It's a strip club almost on every corner. Not every corner, but it's enough that you can go down the street as a strip club. Like, that's life, yo. Like, <laughs> it's something about the South because it's like that here in Tampa as well. That's a couple of streets you just ride down number strip clubs. And it's like that in South Florida as well. And I'm I'm pretty sure it's somewhere like that in Orlando. Somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, it's one not far from me. What, Rachel's, I think it's called? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but listen, death is hard on all of us, you know what I'm saying? And I couldn't imagine, like, losing somebody I'm, like, close to, you know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. very adamant about, you hear me talking about, mama, sis, I love y'all. I need y'all around, so I don't need nothing happening to y'all, you know what I'm saying? So if you lost a loved one and you just need to talk, slide my DMs. Let's just talk it out. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's here for y'all at Look and Talk Podcast. You know, we here for the people. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know. Somebody might need it, you know? Yeah. Like, I try to, you know, I'm not a very good person to be around when you're sad because I'm just like, I don't, <laughs> I, I just, uh, it just, it takes a lot. I don't know if I, I don't was it empath like you just take on the feelings of the person that's you know there and it's just it just brings you like I just I want you to just not be sad is that terrible because I'm just like I I, I don't don't understand with it you know like it's I remember when my son's father passed away and then it like death comes in threes which I hate to say that but it does um like my son's father passed away then my grandmother passed away then my other friend got killed all in the span of like three months of each other wow how the hell did you survive that oh i didn't oh no i went into a deep depression like for real like i was drinking every day i was taking um medication for depression which didn't work but um yeah it that took me all the way out because i you know one thing is telling my son that oh you're you know, your dad's gone. Like, that's the hardest thing I ever had to do in my life, you know. Um, so, it, it, after that, it's just like, I don't, I, I just, I, I don't want to deal with it, you know. And when this pandemic happened, like, all, <laughs> all the emotions, all, everything just, like, fell on me. And I cried for two weeks straight, man. Like, I couldn't even go a day without crying because now, I have nothing to do. I always keep myself busy. Like I have to stay busy not to think about things like that. Cause you know, it's just, it was just too much. And and now I have nothing to do and I'm sitting here in my feelings, you know, but I let it out. You know, I not acknowledge my feelings and I just cried, let it out. And then, you know, I feel better. Yeah. I feel you on that. Um, so for me, yeah, so some of some of that, I'm, I'll, I'll vent to somebody about it and move on. Um, mm-hmm. If it's really bad, if it's a really bad L, I'll just buy me a bottle or take a shot of liquor and just get the fuck home. Just say, hey, get the fuck home, move on, not dwell on it. I'm not going to give myself the whole time to sit down and dwell on it. But 
Death, though, it's, I know it's inevitable. I just don't want to think about it. Imagine mm-hmm. losing somebody I'm very close with, very tight with, because it's like I might be just a mental wreck, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I remember I was young when I lost my grandfather, and I was like, I was just like, damn, I was a mental wreck then. It's like I couldn't imagine losing anybody I'm tight with now. So, yeah. But honestly, the, how I got distracted from the, the whole damn pandemic was I started po- podcasting my ass off. That's how I got distracted. Um from the whole pandemic and stuff. And then also shifting gears to more trauma we're dealing with. Another more black lives are dying at the hands of police. This is just ridiculous. It's like when is this shit ever going to end? It's not. Until and some, now, until somebody do something about it, we can keep marching, we can keep fighting, but we got to have somebody to hire us to be like, you know what, this is ridiculous. Let's stop it. But, you know, our government, child, it, mm, whew. Yeah, it, it, it's so annoying. It's just, it's like, my goodness. It's like, and then I'm seeing stories about how they trying to, the, the, the value beyond Taylor's um character because they were like, they tried to get her um boyfriend to take a plea deal and say that Breonna Taylor has something to do with it. I'm like, what? oh, no. Yeah, they said they tried to get her they trying to, um, but the boyfriend turned down the plea deal. But the plea deal would have said he admit Breonna Taylor has something to do with it. I'm like, y'all trying to destroy this girl character, and I'm just like, it don't fucking matter. It don't matter the crime that they did. They had no, you had no right to kill us. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not when you got little seventeen year olds walking out here in the middle of a protest with AR rifles out here right. killing people, and y'all handing him a fucking cup of water and stuff, locking his little ass up. Right. Fuck. Yeah. But we sitting in that, we laying in the bed, ain't doing shit, but mind our own goddamn business. And uh-huh. it's a problem. Now you got to find something to justify because you can't justify you just killing somebody. Now you got to like, well, shit, we got to figure out a way to uh, turn this around and make it look like she did something so we can justify this killing. No, you kill somebody. Not, you're not supposed to, like, it, what, it wasn't supposed to happen. So own up to your shit. And just deal mm-hmm. with it. Not, don't try to find, oh, I got to find this because, oh, this is this. They find the littlest fucking thing they can to de- dehumanize anybody. Yes, anybody. Like, I, remember well, when Trayvon, I remember when Trayvon um, passed away, they said, oh, he had marijuana. It's just, what the fuck does that guy do with anything? Was he Did bothering you? anybody? Was he doing anything to nobody? Thank no, you. he wasn't. He was walking to the store to get something and going talking to his girlfriend and going back home. That's why I be like, oh, Jesus. Like, having a son is just like, I, I worry every single fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even like him go nowhere because shit like this. But it don't even matter now. They coming in your house. So you ain't yeah. who safe? Nobody. Yeah, we're, we're just not safe because people, they just roll up in your house. You be knocked out sleep. Like the um, like Amber Guy, they asked the judge. The judge asked. They asked him the judge to toss the case. Why the fuck do y'all not? Oh my goodness! Why y'all just can't own up to the crimes y'all did? I saw the, I saw the cop that killed George Floyd. He asked him the judge to toss out the case. No, everybody in America saw you put your foot on that, put your knee on that man's neck while he's they screaming, "I care. can't breathe." They don't care. That's the thing. They don't fucking care about us. They That's really it. don't. It, it's, it's so ridiculous. And it's just that kind of shit. It just gets me mad. You know what I'm saying? It gets me riled up. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't have kids, but I can only imagine, like, if I had some child that if something happened to my child, 
I'm going to jail. Mm-hmm. Straight up, because I had uncles like that growing up that, like, they had no problem going to jail over loved ones. They had no problem with fucking people up over loved ones. And I get that from them. It's like, don't let my niceness fool you now. If I have loved ones to protect, I will bring the beast out. You know what I'm saying? I'm not afraid, you know? Right. I, I'm, I'll ride by mine. But it's just crazy this time. We're just living it. It's just, just too much going on. It's just hard not to have a mental relapse, you know? Man, who? this is the most stressful mental <laughs> year of my, like, well, second. I had one before, but this is the second most crazy year I ever had in my life. And I'm just like, you, you like, we all need therapy. Every day we need it. Because um, it's just, it's getting ridiculous and it ain't getting no better, you know? Yes, it really, we really do, you know what I'm saying? So black people, go see therapy, go take your mental health days. If you got to call out from work just to say, take, fuck it and take a mental health day, exactly. do what you have to do. Just don't abuse it, you know what I'm saying? Because that's yeah, what we know. fuck up at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we fuck up at. We'll be like, we'll call back to back days and y'all be like, what the hell going on? <laughs> right. And but, it's just. But yeah. we need, but you, you got to take, like, if you. Like, if you had that feeling, just it just sometimes it just comes over you, you don't even know, you know. Because, like, one time, um, when I was going to my son's um, dad's funeral, like, I was I, I never had a panic attack before, and so I didn't know that I was having one, and I just couldn't, I, like, I was driving, I couldn't breathe, I was just like, what's wrong with me? Like, I was just tears, just like, I was. I had to pull over and stop driving because I'm just like, what is going on? And you don't even know that you're having a panic attack because it's just you stressed out from so much stuff. And, you know, that's why I stopped really watching, like, you know, the news and stuff, because it's just like every time it's just something else. And I just like and that's why I really stopped working for the news station, because um, I was just like, especially when Trump got in, I was like, Mm-mm, nope, I can't do it. No more, cause this shit is about to get ridiculous, and then I'm not gonna like people I work with because they Trump. So you know what I'm saying? Even though we don't, Listen, talk about, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to talk about it at work, but some people had, and I was like, you're an idiot. And so, <laughs> honestly, I've I've had Trump supporters coming in my DMs like this one chick. Um, oh, no. she's a Tampa mom blogger, and she's like, oh, you see blacks and Latinos for Trump, but I'm not racist. She's sitting here saying, yeah, it might be some parts of it you might need to do research on. But she's sitting here saying, oh, Trump's not a bad person. He's not this. He's not that. I'm like, did did this man call Brianna's family? Did this man do anything to speak on behalf of black people, Black Lives Matter? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Did he do that? Hear anything from him? Nope. No, exactly. And I know Joe Joe Biden got a lot of shit going on with himself either. He got True. some shady shit, but yeah. unfortunately, he's just the less of two evils. Right? Like It's just like, which one? You want to go four more years with this fool? Or you want to get this fool that might have a little more sense than this one? You know what? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. You know, and I think, like, it's, I mean, it's all strategy anyway. Like, you know, politicians gonna be politicking and Biden was like, well, shit, to give me the leg up, let me go and get this black lady over here, you know, a woman of color, I might get more people, you know? Yeah. Yeah, even though suspects are damn self, but you know, I don't know, because you know they folks are camp folks, so. Say what now? I said, you know, all they say not all color folks are camp folks, so, you know, you gotta watch her too, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. 
it's just a crazy. It's it's just so crazy. Um, it's it's a crazy times coming up with. It just seems like twenty twenty trying to go out with a bang. But I'm like, thank God tomorrow September is coming around the corner. Right. But I nevertheless, <laughs> I'm trying to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, I feel you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts at. Go ahead and give us a rating. And also, if you want to be a part of it, go ahead and slide the DMs at Liquor Talk Podcast on Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and show us some love. Let's talk to Ricky a little bit more in depth about her podcast, Becoming A Dot Dot Dot. Now, you got to talk about it a little bit on our Avengers episode, which was the season two finale. But tell me about it. You know, how did you come up with this idea of becoming a, and it's always something different you're becoming in each episode. Right. So um, last year, the year before last, I think it was 2017, um, I was, I started back reading books because I love reading. And um, when I was working at the Atlanta airport, I, the bookstore was right next to where I worked, so I used to buy books all the time. So I was like, you know what? I want to get back into reading. I got all these library cards. What am I doing with it? Nothing. So um, I, I read um, Shonda Rhimes' book, um, Year of Yes. And then I had the audio book because, you know, through the Orlando uh, library, you can also do Libby and you can get, you know, free audible books. So I was like, well, I want to listen to, you know, Michelle Obama read her book. So uh, Becoming. So I was like, okay. And like those two books right there, like, I was like, you know what? I should just talk, you know, like I want to talk about things. And, you know, sometimes I don't want to bother anybody, like call them and like, oh, let's talk about this. I'm like, well, why don't I do it on a platform, you know? And I worked in radio for like four years. So, you know, and I used to be an on-air um, DJ or what have you, you know, on the weekend. So I was just like, you know, I miss radio and I miss talking, you know, and I did talk radio. I was a producer for talk radio as well. So I'm just like, you know, let's get back into it. I was like, podcasting is just talk radio, <laughs> you know, just same thing. So I was like, you know what, let's do this becoming a, and I was like, becoming a what and that just it's just, I like I was like well I can become something different because that's who I am like you know I've been on radio I've been tv I've been you know production assistant I've been doing just like a whole bunch of different things and I was just like well why don't I just do a show about becoming whatever you want to become you know and that's kind of how it happened yeah, wow, that's wonderful. That's a that's like a really great idea, you know what I'm saying, to take the radio game and, and transform it to podcasting. Hey, I, I can't lie, them mini rants be funny as hell, though. It's like, damn, she kind of sound like me when I go on my rant, mini rants on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I'll be seeing your rants. <laughs> I'll be killing you, be killing me, man. I'll be like, yep. I was like, that's why I did it because one day, I think my first one was when I went to the Dollar Tree or something and this couple was in the lane. And I don't know what it was. It's just like she was giving me the side eye. And I was like, bitch, I ain't did nothing to you. And I guess it was because of her boyfriend. And I was like, girl, I don't want him. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I started doing mini rants just because some, sometimes you just got to rant. You just got to rant it out. Just get it out, you know, and then go on about your business and you good. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to get out and call it a day. You know what I'm saying? If people crack at you, hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, 
laugh at my pandemic, you know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, uh, relate to it because, hey, shit, y'all go through the same shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, so what was your favorite episode of Becoming Gay so far? Uh, I, oof, it's so hard because, you know, um, my well, my first episode with a guest was uh, with um, my cousin, D-Don B. Um, so Shout out to Don B. He holds it down on the guys on the ground. Right. So my cousin, Brandon, and I had, and this is so crazy, like, we just met, like, a year or two ago. So, you know, and my mom's like, you got a cousin in Orlando. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we met up. And then it was just like, you know how you just click with people? Like, it's just, you just, yeah. it just clicked. And, you know, and so becoming a stylist, that was a good episode. We had fun, you know, and I'm getting to know him. Um, and my uh, favorite one is, of course, Mother's Day. Like, I did a Mother's Day episode, Becoming a Mother. And that was a little emotional for me. Um, I cried a little bit on there. But I had some of my friends and family like send me, um, you know, how you felt when you became a mother. And they sent me that. And that was a very good episode. And I I just listened to it. I'm just sitting there editing it. And I'm like, (laughs) this is so beautiful. And then uh, becoming a father, you know, for Father's Day. I'm like, I did it for moms. I got to do it for fathers. So, you know, so I did it for Father's Day as well. And I got some great uh, fathers to put in, you know, how they felt when they became a dad and all this stuff. So those are probably my favorite episodes. That's real. That's real. Um, yeah, that Becoming a Father was very deep, very deep episode. And um, I'm sorry that your child's father wasn't there to be a part of it. Um, it hurts, you know. So what did you learn in your first year of podcasting? Um, (laughs) you know what? I need to be more organized, you know, like come up with like sometimes like really my mind is all over the place being a creative like you just you just got ideas popping in and out. Yes. Everywhere. Right. So I'm glad I'm not the only one. So (laughs) so I'm just like, okay. And what I wasn't doing was like writing stuff down. Like if I have a thought about it, I just like, oh, okay, I just you know, I'll remember it later. I don't. <laughs> so I just started like, you know, if I'm out somewhere, like take my phone, record myself um, saying whatever I wanted to say so I can remember it for next time, you know, uh, more marketing myself. Like I didn't even put it out there like I did, like I do now. Like I was like, oh, well, people will listen. No, they won't. If nobody knows you got it. So you need to promote yourself. It's not like you boasting but you just like you need people to hear it so you know marketing more promoting myself more um going out well can't go out now but you know going to like podcast conventions like we had one but then pandemic happened so couldn't do it so now it's all about like you know groups and stuff and you know facebook and you know just reaching out to people getting people on that are podcasters as well to help you know cross promote you know so it's just a lot you know yes yes i, I definitely agree with you on those I, I wanted to hit a few podcasts and conventions but damn we're on the hit and also those one i wanted to hit in orlando but at the time i had just started another job so mm-hmm. it's like they weren't trying to let me leave you know what i'm saying they won't let me try to slide to orlando so 
It is what it is. I'm pretty sure I'll be at another podcast convention, even if it's on Zoom or web call. So I definitely can feel you on that about the whole networking and getting out there. Mm-hmm. And also, I will say for me, podcasting was the one when I go out to networking events and stuff. This was of all the things I was out here pubbing. This was the one I got the most positive feedback from. Really? Yes, because like an idiot, I fell for the damn credit repair, and I that lasted all but a couple of months. But until I said, "Fuck it, let me get a real job," so. Mm. But, but nevertheless, um, ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. If you don't know now, you know. I hope y'all are enjoying this conversation I'm having with the lovely Ricky of Ricky Edits. <laughs> So have you started watching this show? We discussed that our group, our insecure group, we were looking to do another show. Right. I'll spoil it for y'all. We started watching The Circle. What, what are your thoughts so far on The Circle? So I love The Circle. <laughs> like, it's so, it's so crazy to think of this is how people are at home. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is social media in real life, in real time. That's the the crazy thing about and it's a good like concept of the show like this is what people are thinking about at home like a social experiment let's see what people do you know to be popular to get that blue check you know what I'm saying it's just and the crazy catfish like we knowing they catfish they not knowing they catfish and they trying to figure it out it's just so crazy but I also found the UK version because it started in the UK and so I watched season two of the circle in the UK. Oh my God. It's so good. Like I, I, it's, <laughs> it's better than the, the American version. Sorry, America. But, um, <laughs> is the UK version on Netflix too or no? It's not, which I'm mad about. Cause they got every other version. They got America version. They got the Brazil version. They got the French version version. And not the UK version. They already had two seasons already. So, like, I'm sad about that because I want to watch it. Yeah, I'm, I guess I might have to use my fire stick to watch the um the UK edition. But my, my first thoughts were like, this shit is crazy. That And also, it tells me that some people are so insecure, still insecure about themselves. It's like, mm-hmm. why the hell you go in this thing just trying to be a man, trying to be a woman? You know what I'm saying? No, be your damn self. You are a strong black man. Be that strong black man, you know what I'm saying? And then but I they saw feel, the other- but see, but that people are intimidated, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you can say all you want to. Oh, we would have liked you if you were yourself. You a lie. True. <laughs> like the only black man that was actually a black man. How long he was on there? He was gone in like a couple of episodes. So come on mm-hmm. now, like people yeah, take that- more sensitivity to a black woman or a woman. Period. You know. Which is why I said, which is why I ain't gonna lie, I said in our chat that they needed one just with all black people. I'm sorry. Let let me see one with just nothing but black people. Nothing against all the races of people because what happens on game shows, these elimination shows like that, they try to they always try to get rid of the black people first. Mm. It's like in every game show or survivor or shit like that, they always try to get rid of the black person first. Or somewhere in the middle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're trying to get us out of this. So it's like, I need to see one with just all black people, see how we cut up, you know what I'm saying? Yo, that would be good. Like, I'm here for that. I'm still here saying, hell yeah, I'd be here for that because I was sitting there watching it. I'm like, are you serious? Those little alerts are crazy. And I could tell the ones that are assholes and stuff. I'm like, and damn. And I, 
And I don't know how I would feel if I was the top influencer and then the person I eliminated just walk, walks in my room like, oh, you want a catfish. Right. And that's the thing. Like, the ones who were eliminated could go see anybody they want to. So the catfish were like, ah, oh, crap, I hope they don't come over here. I'm like, if you're the catfish and you're not the top influencer, you good. But if you want them top influencer, you know they come knock on your door like, what the fuck? I figured that was coming. I already knew that um they come to knock on them damn influencers' door and be like, "Hey, what what happened? Why you why you chose me?" They wanted to get that explanation, right? I so mean, they weren't even stunned the catfish ones, right? But I mean, it's part of the get like it's it's Instagram and Facebook in real life, like for real, like. Ooh, what picture should I post? Should I post this one? Is this too many filters? Or does it look real? Like, I'm this person. Do I look fun and inviting? Or, I just, you know, it's like, do I look intimidating? Like, it's so much stress to be like, okay, what should I put out next? You know what I'm saying? And yes. the one dude who wasn't even trying remotely, he's like, I'm not going to be an influencer. And the first episode, he wasn't. And then the second episode, he was top. And he was like, how, how? And then he was like, now I understand. It's so much pressure, you know? <laughs> I'm like, so much pressure. Shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> that, but, he's never been, but he's never been in that place, though. You got to understand. True. You know what I'm saying? That's the first time for him, you know? I understand it may be your first time, but sometimes you just got to fake that shit till you make it, you know what I'm saying? You got to put your <laughs> acting show. You better act like you've been there before, you know what I'm saying? They don't need to know you, you know what I'm saying, it's your first time. No. You ain't going to figure that out about me because I'm not going to let you in on that. But yeah, that's a twist. But see, that's you. He was not, he, he, he was, he was not that type of person though. Yeah, I could tell he was kind of introverted. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that was like, oh, my God. But I like it. Um, and it's interesting just to watch people just, like, I don't know if I could be, like, in there that long by myself, though. Like, and they got cameras everywhere. I'm like, in even in the bathroom, I'm like, God damn. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm need you to turn that camera off. Shit, no, right? I don't need you. I don't need you film me if if I, especially if I have to really go to the bathroom. Cut that damn camera off. Right. Like, how do they do that? Like, how do you know they cut the camera off? Like, you want to take a shower? You gotta take a shower with the cameras in there. Now that's doing too much. That's like real world right there. <laughs> like, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So. Hey, shout out to the rest of the gang. We thinking about y'all. Shout out to Don. Shout out to Marco. Shout out to Devonay. Shout out to Danny. We thinking about y'all. Can't wait to talk about it with y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's just a little sneak peek of what we think of the episode. You know, we're going to have an interesting discussion up on the YouTube channel. And if you haven't done this already, check out the Insecure, our reviews on Insecure, man. Listen, I, I, I need it. this COVID. So I need much. this. I need this COVID to be over with because that's when they're going to probably start reporting Insecure Season 5 because I'm like, come on now. I need it. I need it. Like, Yes, because there's a lot of unanswered storylines that we left off on and we would have some good-ass discussions, though. I'm telling you, like, they should do uh, a Corona season. Like, they got, to, like, they could do that now if they wanted to really do a Corona season. And yeah, just it right every, now. 
they really could require it because all you got to do is just have COVID testing all the time. You can just make sure everybody gets tested regularly. I mean, if the NBA, if the NBA, if foot, football teams, basketball teams, hockey teams, if they can play sports during this time, then why can't y'all go ahead and hit them studios up and start acting? Just make sure y'all have y'all COVID testing, make sure y'all social distancing and but wearing your mask. But see, my thing is, what I want them to do is do like an actual co like people at home, they talking to each other over the, the laptop, like actually do that, like that. Because you know, a lot of like these um, reality shows, they've been doing like their confessionals at home on their own camera and stuff. So they can do that and have just like a corona season like that. I saw, um, I think it was what, Freeform? They have a show um, called Love in the Time of Corona. Oh, yeah, I passed out preview for that. I ain't, I ain't watch it, though. I did watch it. I did actually watch It's only like four episodes. It's really four or five episodes. It's really short. Um, but, you know, they show people, you know, in quarantine at the house, you know, still going through drama, even though they not going out. And it actually was pretty good. So, I mean, if they can do it, I feel like we could do it, too. <laughs> Yeah, we could. That that would be something. Yeah, we should do that. Hey, why not, y'all? Why not? Come on, Hollywood. We'll give y'all some ideas, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Putting that energy out there, Easter Ray, you know. I'll come to California and work for you too, girl. <laughs> what? Well, Easter, all you gotta do is tell me to come out there and you'll probably come on. I would pack up so fast, you know what I'm saying? Come on. I'm already <laughs> looking for a way to get out of Florida because we got a cuckoo governor here, you know what I'm saying? It does Man. everything what Trump says. Ugh. But we're not about to, you know what I'm saying? We would probably spend all day going in on this retard who yeah. we we could have really had a black man in office, man. Shit. Man, I I voted for him, so I, I tried. <laughs> I, I tried to. I said he a family alum. I'm a family alum. I was trying to get him in there, you know. I said I need to get my fellow school alum in there, you know what I'm saying? Cause I know he'll he'll do some good shit, you know, but right. It is what it is. That's what we have to deal with, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. If you don't know, now you know. Go ahead, pull you up another round and enjoy this dope conversation I'm having with Ricky. Um, it's nice to have a one-on-one, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, in the group say you can't really have a one-on-one and get to know anybody right, you know? Right. But, but So expect more one-on-ones with me also since we're still looking for new calls. So, but expect more one-on-ones this month, so... Expect oh, a lot of great podcasts coming up, so we gonna we ain't stop this pie and train, you know what I'm saying? So, so you looking? So wait, so you looking for a host? So what made you want to get a host though? Uh, what made me want to get a host though was wanting to get back to original content, you know what I'm saying? Just having a week of just all of us just hammering out episodes, you know what I'm saying? Just a steady, or uh, it is a flexible. I could be flexible. Plus, I also miss the setting of just. Podding with somebody, um, having someone come over, we podding together, and then we fellowshipping and stuff. I do miss that aspect because okay. ever since I've gone remotely, it's like, damn, it's like, it's something I got used to, but I do miss having the interaction with somebody here, right here, you know what I'm saying? So I can see their body language and see, you know what I'm saying, what, how we doing, you know? I can tell if they're energetic or if they're dead on me or not, so. <laughs> not they dead. <laughs> Yeah, I've had them. I've had a couple of episodes, you know what I'm saying? Got love for y'all. Got love for y'all. Not not throwing shade to anybody, but yeah. (laughs) But I think for this month, though, we're going to have more guest appearances, though, because I have been hearing from other people 
Also, tell my creatives out there, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Even if people in your city ain't really fucking with it, just keep doing it. You right. know what I'm Because I never, that's the one thing I had to get out of my mind because no matter what you in, because even if you're in the music game, if you're trying to podcast, whether you read tarot cards, whatever you do, just keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Do it for the outside support because your city ain't really supporting. You know what I'm saying? Which is a shame, though, because local people support your people out there. Well, you know, strangers will support you before your own people will. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's just crazy. And that's sad to say, but it's just like, oh, okay. Like, you know, when I started my podcast, it, you know, some of my friends like, oh, how's your little podcast going? I was like, my little podcast? Well, goddamn, I thought it was a big deal to me, but you you know what I'm saying? And people say little stuff, comments like that, not knowing that they kind of degrading you in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. oh, your little podcast is doing good, huh? I, yeah, I tried to listen to it, but, you know, just like, okay. I'm like, it ain't for everybody, you know, and it's not going to be for everybody. Everybody's not going to like what I'm talking about, what you talking about. It's just, I can find my core audience and then go from there. You know, it's so many podcasts out here that you just got to find the ones you like in your niche. Yes, exactly. You definitely got to find because there's half a million podcasts out. Beware, there's some that haven't put out a new episode in forever, so you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So it's like, I, I got that same vibe from people like, oh, how's your podcast going? I'm like, thank you. But I did get the real ones did say, I had, I had one real one in Jacksonville. She was like, hey, hey, you doing your thing on that podcast? You've been consistent. Keep it up. I said, okay, thank you. Thank you for rocking with me. You know what I'm saying? And also, even, even shout out to my mama. My mom's like been to evolution because at first she wasn't really rocking with it, but then... <laughs> As I kept doing episodes, now I'm saying, oh, she posting it now. Oh, that's the one, nice. Yeah, the one episode, I think it was 103 or 104, I had the Married Into Crazy podcast. I had a married couple who done podcast. I'm like, you would promote that one, Mom. Cause, mom, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> mom, kind of tell you something. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, of all the ones you could be promoting, I'm like, oh, yeah, of course you promote the one where I'm talking to the married couple mm-hmm. out of California. I'm like, okay, Mom, I got you, Mom. I got mm-hmm. you. Hey, man. I got but how can, like, nowadays, like, they should do a show called Dating in the Time of Corona. Because how you, how, how you expect somebody to be dating and you got to look, hey, look, have you been tested? I need to see your charts. I need to see papers, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, that's, that's what they should do, Dating in the Time of Corona. Because that, that has been a struggle, though, even, even for myself, which sometimes when I do put my head out there, like, I'll run to somebody, like, because of COVID, we can't meet. I'm like, okay. What, what papers I got to show you, but you know what I'm saying? That I got tested. I ain't got that damn Rona, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Right. But speaking of dating, are you the type of person that you will run a background check on somebody you're dating? Uh, I don't know about running a background. I mean, okay, so look. All right. So when I lived in Atlanta, I lived with my cousin and her and they both worked in the police department. So my cousin, her husband, um, sheriff at department, and then she worked for uh, she was a 911 dispatcher. So, like, you know, I would take a picture of the license plate and sense it <laughs> because, hey, look, when you stand with police and they're like, Where you going? Who you my cousin would run down the list, send me a picture, send me a picture of him if you got to do it discreetly, but we need to know who you with. 
And if something happened to you, all we got to do is give this to my husband and we go run it. Like, <laughs> we can find you on point. So, like, and then I have friends who, like, they're, like, investigators. Like, you know, Black women find, I swear to God, my friend just found a picture of a person, like, just knew his first name and found him on um, Facebook. Like, MacGyver, like I just like Sherlock Holmes in this bitch. Like she was so good. I'm like, how you find? And then we find out, you know, people married, but you know, <laughs> it's just like it's so crazy that nowadays you could just put in somebody's just half of their name and you can find them. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Facebook, that damn Facebook. Yes, that is true. Yeah, also so I don't you even can have um... to do it. My friends will do it for me, you know. See, y'all women are blessed. Um, dudes ain't dudes ain't trying to do all that, you know what I'm saying? They they will. I might ask them. I might ask one. I even think about asking homeboys like, "Hey, what you know about this woman?" They like, "I don't know, man." I'm like, "Damn, see, y'all women, y'all work together. Us men, that's what we we got. We got to do better with that because because right. I will say, I'll say, us men, we got to do better because we we tend to be like, "Oh, I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get in the middle." Homegirls looking out for each other, even if y'all covering up for each other, even even if you know your homegirl trifling, you're still covering up for it. I'm saying, wow, <laughs> all the time, friendships. <laughs> all the time. Like my friend was going on a date, and you know she had a funny feeling about it, so she just was in the car at the restaurant because he hadn't got there yet, researching. You know, like let me. I didn't really look him up, up, so. She, you know, called the other friend that was like, um, you know, she was Sherlock Holmes. So she's like, hey, this session says, here's this picture. Can you find? And like within five minutes, she found out he had a arrest warrant and blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, oh, skirt, right out the um parking lot. Damn, dude had a restaurant trying to go on a date. God damn. Yeah, man. Some people don't care. <laughs> That's some savage shit right there. Like, if I know I me, I know if I had a rest one, I'm like, okay, here I am, whatever. Let's let's play this shit up. I ain't trying to do no longer jail time than what I gotta do. So dating is the last thing I'm thinking about if I know I got a warrant out for my arrest. That is crazy. Dude, some people don't care. You just some people just do not care. Yes, yeah, some people really just do not care. And I've seen men even in um on these dating apps. If in jail, like I'm like, how you get the phone in jail? I thought y'all not supposed to have it. Hold up, this is what I'm trying to figure out. Like, did they, did they just change these laws or something to allow niggas to have phones in jail? Dude, Shit. I don't know, but I've seen a couple on a couple of these apps, and I'm just like, oh, that's that's jail. I know what that. <laughs> <laughs> you find you finna have me on an episode of Love After Lockup? Is that what you're trying to do? Because I'm not finna send you no money. I got, I already got somebody. I'm pay, a, a, a young man. I'm paying for is my son, and you not finna get none of that money. So that's not finna that's happen. That's real. <laughs> that's real. That's real. That's real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, because I swear I don't be seeing it with the women though. Because it's like I don't see no women in jail. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what the ladies are doing in jail, but. <laughs> I mean, you can be just up against the wall and look cute. Women can finazzle, fadazzle, and do all this other stuff you wouldn't know. Yes, y'all. That's why they say y'all are sneaking. Y'all are definitely smarter <laughs> than <laughs> us. <laughs> y'all are definitely smarter than us in certain areas. I mean, you know, we got to do what we got to do. <laughs> That's real. That's definitely real. That's definitely real. 
speaking of which, let's stay with the relationship topics. Do y'all women really care if us men are happy in relationships? I mean, I ain't speaking for all women, but for me, yes. You 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 make sure you, that you had make sure your man is happy. Yeah, like okay, so I've learned. I haven't been in a relationship in a very long time, but from the relationships I have, um, again, another thing from insecure communication, like communicating with the person that you are with and it makes a difference. And I did not communicate cause I was younger. Like when I was in this, my five year relationship, I was like 18, 19 years old, you know, and, I didn't know, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of stuff that I know now, they're like, I'm going to let you know. And you talk to me, what do you not like? What do you like? You know, just all these other things that I just assumed and not asked, you know what I'm saying? So now if I do have a partner, like, hey, you know, I ain't talked to him a couple of days. Let me check on him. Because I'm not one of the people who be on you every day. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not that type of person. I'm just like, hey, just checking on you. Okay, you know. And then if you hit me back up, we cool. But I'm just not the person that's going to be, like, clingy, you know? Yeah, I, I feel that vibe. I've, I've, um, I've learned to just... I've learned to just back off sometimes, even from my relationships, because I used to be, hey, want to check on you, make sure you're straight. But I like to learn the hard way. Not, not a lot of, some women don't like it when a man always checking on them because they think it's so excessive. I'm like, damn. Right. I was old school, so I was like, that's how I was taught. But you know what? I learned just to back off and I'm like, hey, I'll check on you every, every once in a while. Right. But then you have other women that are like, oh, he ain't called me all day. Something must be wrong. He must found somebody else. See, it's just you got to learn that person because you don't know what type of person they are. You have the person that want to check on them. You got the person that, you know, you call me one or two days. You ain't got to call me every day. You know, you just it's all about learning that person because people get crazy. Like people crazy. You know what I'm saying? People are crazy. And now yes. it's just like, oh, I ain't talked to you in a week. Well, hell, let me delete your number, you know? Yeah, and and that vibe I feel is like if we ain't talked in a week, then what we doing, you know what I'm saying? What we doing, but honestly, sometimes it could be if we ain't talked in a few days and it's like what we doing, you know. So Right. But it is what it is now. Now, now, has there been times that you've experienced ghosted people, or have you ghosted somebody before? I mean, okay, so I just got ghosted not too long ago. Uh, <laughs> Damn, sorry to hear that. You know, this year, but whatever. You know, I I understand now because it was hard for me to understand back then that um, it's not my fault. It's something to do with them. Something going on with them that they ghosted me and it's not me. And that's what I'm going to say because it ain't me. As far as I knew, before the ghosting happened, everything was fine. We just hung out. You just took me to the doctor. You know what I'm saying? We, you know what I'm saying? Like, we was cool. Like, you checked on me. You good. Okay, I'm going out of town. All right. And then me, and now let me tell you something about me. I'm the type of person, like, if you if I don't hear from you in like maybe a week or so or two or you saying you going on a trip, I'm like you dead until I talk to you because I don't know. <laughs> like I'm just like you still oh you still lie oh, okay cool and but it just it just happened and sometimes 
I'm just like, well, maybe it was meant to ha- maybe you weren't meant to be with that person for that long and God was trying to push your ass out, but you ain't want to listen. So he was like, okay, then, well, we just going to go dramatic with it and just ghost your ass out of nowhere, you know, because that's what happens. And another guy that I got ghosted on, I actually reconnected with him this year or last year or whenever, and I had that talk with him. I was like, you know what? I want to find out because all this time I'm thinking it's me. You know, I'm thinking I did something. You know, so I apologize, do all that. And that was a lot for me. I'm t- I don't apologize, you know what I'm saying? But I apologize, like, hey, I was going through something. And this was during the time that my son's father passed away, my grandmother. So I was going through a lot. And I was in film school, too. So it's all this happened on. And I was in school. So I had a lot on my plate. And I told him, like, I'm sorry about this, blah, blah. I was going through this. He was like, oh, oh okay, well, that's not. I forgive you, but that's not why I stopped talking to you. I was like, oh, well, why you stopped talking to me? And he was like, oh, because I didn't want to come to your graduation, so I just, I didn't want to hear your mouth about it, so I didn't come and I stopped talking to you. And when I tell you (laughs) my heart dropped, because I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, first of all, in the two years that we had talked, dated, we had never had an argument. We always had a good time. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the type of person. Only I only get upset when you say you're going to do something and you don't do it and you don't call. That's what pisses me off, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you would say, hey, I don't think I... Because he was coming from Tampa. And I know how that Tampa traffic is. You coming all the way to Winter Park. That's a lot. So... Yes, there's a lot. (laughs) Right. So I would have been fine if you would have said, hey, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it, but um, we can hang out later or something like that. But just like say you're coming and then just say nothing. Like, I don't know if you've been in a car accident. You know what I'm saying? So many things run through my mind. I'm thinking, hell, you dead or something because you you, just, you know, Orlando traffic. (laughs) I'm just like, well, what's what happened? So just for you you didn't want to hear my mouth like you never heard we never had an argument so where did this come from you know what I'm saying so it really like I was so mad because it's just like all this time I'm thinking it's me and it wasn't even me and that yes you know yeah so at least you got closure because the one time I got ghosted was earlier this year with and of all people, it had to be from a single mom. It's like, I felt like we were connecting. We were talking on the phone. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, her cousin. And I'm like, oh, you you went to school with my cousin. And we were talking and stuff. She was talking about coming. She didn't want to be a guest on the podcast. She was a book writer. I said, yeah, we oh, can do nice. that. And then a couple weeks later, she then a few days later, out of blue, we talked on the phone like two, like one or two days ago. I texted her. I texted her one or two times. And I was like, Damn, you just straight up ghosted me. Damn, next thing you know, I see she deleted me from Facebook, oh. deleted me from Instagram. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Mm. And also, and also, I be getting, I be getting ghosted by women that um I do get tight with or I think I'm a close friend with. And now out of the blue, I'm blocked on social media. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? It's like you, you can't convict somebody and not tell them what the hell they did. It's like, damn. Let me know what I did so I can, if I feel like I'm wrong, I'll own up to my wrongs. But give me the opportunity to explain myself and allow me the opportunity to uh, communicate and uh, um, 
to, you know, explain my wrongdoings if you feel some type of way, you know what I'm saying? I'm an open book. I'm human, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Allow me the chance to, you know, redeem myself. But you know what? It's like you said, some people just aren't meant to see you win. So, you know what? Uh, and also, it took a college professor to, um, when I was at FAMU. Um, I was living by myself when I was in college, and he was like, I think he was my next-door neighbor, and I was just over to his house one day. He said, Victor, you gotta stop beating yourself up about these women because you are a good man. You, It ain't you, it's them. So I was like, yeah, you're right. And then that, that forced me to reevaluate some things. I said, oh, I got all this going for me, but compared to all these other men, yeah, I'm the prize. So... I'm like, and I say that, I'm like, damn, if only I would have known what I know now. Man, college was so much different. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's just like, you learn so much. I mean, but you have to, you know, to get through to be the person you are right now because you had to go through all that to know it's not you it's something with them you know and i'm sitting there like i'm sitting like we both sitting there like what the fuck mm-hmm. and then he saw the relationship way differently than i saw it he was like well i just thought you just fucked with me when you fucked with me and i was just like no that's oh that's not even how i thought about the relationship and i was like well i guess we never talked about it so maybe you know that's on both of us because he never said anything. I ain't never say anything. We just hung out, had a good time, you know, but we just never talked about it. But I've never been that person that be like, I, you just, you know, to argue with nobody. I don't like arguing with that. I had that growing up and I didn't, I don't want to have that with my partner. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing I learned, you know, younger, like, I don't want to, if I have to be in a relationship where I don't like you and I feel uncomfortable being in the house with you, you know, because I experienced that with my mom and her marriage. Like, why am I here? You know what I'm saying? Why am I suffering? Just exactly. I said, listen, I said the same thing about my mom's first marriage. It's like, why am I here? Why am I suffering? Because this dude, like, look, mama, you better be glad. Mom, he better be glad I ain't got a gun because I'd be, like, single like Melly. I'd be like, I got murder on my mind. Right. Right, because you don't you don't like seeing our parents have to go through what they went through in that marriage. So it's like, right. I said, if I if I ever like get with somebody like that, we gotta be dynamite to where we can. I can understand us fighting, but that's inevitable in every relationship. You're gonna have a, like many arguments. You're gonna have disagreements. That's natural, but it's like if we got. But the challenge is, can we come back and love each other? That's gonna be the real thing. Right. Right. Yes, yes. Y'all, I hope y'all have been enjoying this talk. Ricky, what can people get from the Becoming Gay podcast? Well, you can get a good time. You can get me singing, okay? You can get me doing some mini rants. You can get some knowledge from the people that I interview when we just have a good time like it's all about having a good time mental health awareness i talk about that weight loss i talk about that which i'm dealing with right now mental health all that just a good time and that's it hey listen so where can the people find it at all right well you can find it right here on anchor becoming a dot 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 podcast we on spotify we on stitcher i don't know why i'm saying we it's just me uh, <laughs> <laughs> um youtube i have it under 
the edited life of Ricky. That's R-I-C-K-I. Because um, everybody wants to put a Y. It's with an I, baby. And yeah, I have a couple of episodes up on YouTube as well. You can catch me on Instagram, Becoming a Doc Podcast on Instagram. And if you want to hit me up and see the beautiful me, um, Ricky Edits Life on Instagram as well. Oh, uh, yeah, that's all right. Now, y'all already know what it is. It's your man, Vic. It's Real V Jones on Twitter and Instagram, and it's Look and Talk Podcast on, Inst- on Instagram as well. Um, Ricky, I do want to tell you thank you for stopping by, for blessing the Look and Talk and having a round with you, but I do appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, thank you for bringing me on. This has been so much fun. We talked about so many things, you know, got a little emotional, you know? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That's what we do. That's what we do. Like I tell all my guests, like I tell everybody, and hey, well, hey, you in Florida, I'm just I four, I'm literally I four away from you. I might I four might be the only thing that separates us, but um, if you ever need me, I'm just a DM away. Yo, you already know that though. Well, see, now you're gonna have to come on my show, and you just come on down to Orlando, go get something to eat, go get something to drink, and we just have you know little little podcast session up here in Orlando. Hey, we got to set that up, though. Shit. Um, we definitely got to set that up. Oh, no doubt. Yes, yes. Y- y'all hear, y'all heard it here first. We making future plans <laughs> right now. Y'all get ready. Y'all subscribe to both shows. Show both shows some love. Go ahead and rate them everywhere. Thank y'all for listening to this edition of Liquor Talk. And until next time, remember to pull that look up and keep it moving. Good night, everybody.